The following show was previously recorded. It's time. Sep Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sep Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Sep Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Oh, dang, I promised you guys reindeer music this morning. I forgot. Well, that's all right. We'll... You know what? We'll get to it. Maybe, uh, maybe next Saturday we'll try to squeeze in some reindeer music, but, uh, or we can get it all in line for Sep because he so enjoys it at about, uh, six o'clock. Oh man, it's Saturday morning. Uh, we're, uh, we're getting ready. December the 11th. This is going to be, uh, uh, this is going to be a special show, man. This is going to be one that I have, uh, wanted to put together, wanted to do. Um, didn't know how I was going to do it. And, um, with the help of, uh, of some great friends. We're going to pull this one off, but we are, uh, uh, we're going to, we're not only, you know, going to dedicate today's show. We're going to do the whole show today, um, as a tribute show to our buddy Aaron Martins. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's been a lot said and, and a lot of stuff on the internet, um, after Aaron's, uh, after Aaron lost his battle with cancer and just, uh, you know, how many anglers he touched and how many people that he, uh, uh, influenced throughout his, uh, throughout his career. But, you know, there were no more, there, there was nobody closer to Aaron than the three guys we have joining us today. And, uh, and it's kind of cool to get them all together on the show. I don't know what I'm in for. Uh, we're going to try to do it all together. We're going to try to do it. Um, yeah, hopefully they won't talk over each other a lot. We're going to give it a try. You know, we're, we may have to ground them a little bit, but how's this for a lineup, guys? Uh, all the way from Florida. He's, uh, back uh, fishing the final. Uh, MLF Cup event of the year. Our buddy in the big yellow truck, Skeet Reese, is uh, going to be hanging out with us. Uh, a Western legend, man. A guy that we all look up to. One, uh, I don't know how many bass boats and trucks and cars and titles and U.S. Opens and all these great things. Uh, Murdoch, John Murray, uh, MLF Bass Pro Tour angler and just literally a Western legend. Won a million dollars before he ever left the West. Um, so just, uh, just a Western legend. And, uh, and our buddy, um, you know, I guess, I guess he never gets away with formerly the bachelor, uh, but also, uh, you know, gosh, he did, uh, he did, uh, loudmouth bass and, uh, and bass center for ESPN in the heydays when we had the, uh, the, the, the whole fishing block on Saturday mornings and uh, all the cool stuff there. And, uh, you know, three day record holder for BASS and, uh, clear light champion, our buddy Byron Velvick from, uh, from Texas joins in. So all three of those guys, super, super close, tight. Uh, you know, we all kind of were around Aaron from the start, you know, fishing here in the West, uh, when he was just a teenager and uh, Byron and I kind of caught up a little bit and talked about some of the things with, uh, with Aaron. And, uh, it's, it's going to be cool. going to be fun to, uh, to have those guys, you know, I don't think, uh, 
I don't think Skeet has done a, an internet post or anything uh, really about uh, about Aaron, and I, I don't believe John has either. I don't believe uh, Byron has. So it's going to be a, a great opportunity. And and going into uh, to next week, uh, next Saturday, down at Lake Casitas, uh, Billy and the crew down uh, at uh, uh, One Bass, and gosh, Kevin Linehan at Mercury, and Todd Woods, and um, all those guys have done a great job putting together um, – the hog snatcher benefit at Lake Casitas. And I know, uh, uh, Aaron's wife, Leslie, and the kids are going to be there and it's, uh, it's going to be cool. We're going to, uh, we're going to actually wrap up the, the show here next Saturday and hop in the truck and go to Lake Casitas and hang out with everybody. So it's, uh, it's actually going to be, uh, uh, you know, cool to get down there and, and to do that. So we're, uh, we're kind of looking forward to all of that and, um, it'll be hard, but it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fun, man. I hope everybody's, uh, all ready for Christmas. You know, 800 and I'm looking here. What is it? 846. This is show 846 for Ultimate Bass. Chris doesn't want to know how many of those he was up at five o'clock for in the other room, but, uh, a lot of them for sure. But anyway, we, uh, you know, we've done one best of show in our 17 years. Uh, and it was when Christmas fell on Saturday. Well, guess what, guys? Christmas is going to fall on a Saturday again this year. And, uh, so we'll, uh, we, you know, we want to welcome all of you joining us Christmas morning because this will actually be, uh, aired as our best of show on Christmas morning as well. Couldn't think of a better crew, uh, <clears throat> to do, you know, our best of show. So, uh, so, so much going on and, uh, and we're, we're looking forward to that. Billy is also going to join us and kind of give us all the rundown on the, uh, on the benefit next week at Lake Casitas, how you can contribute. Uh, gosh, they've got about 50 pro jerseys, um, from various pros throughout the country, uh, and some really hard to find. Some some jerseys that pros just don't give up. Skeet's one guy that does not uh, donate or or or, uh, or you know put out a lot of his jerseys. Um, and I know he's uh, he's got one or two of them in there. But just gosh, from across the country, uh, all the top pros, guys like Rick Clun, uh, KVD. I mean, they've got uh, a bunch of, uh, of jerseys, a bunch of really cool trips. Man, you want to go fishing with? Uh, you know, you want to go fishing with Kyle Grover on Diamond Valley. I mean, there's nobody better on that lake than Kyle. You want to go fishing with Bub Tosh. Uh, you want to go learn how to throw swim baits with Byron Velvick. Um, that whole crew, man, you can go with, uh, uh, you can go with all of them. So that part will, uh, that part will be kind of cool to, uh, uh, to bid on as well. A lot of great items and a lot of great raffle items. So, um, I was wondering who the first one to call in would be today. And, it's going to be skeet. So that's cool. Uh, we're going to have those guys on the line, but I think what we better do is, uh, is hop into our, uh, hop into our first set of breaks and we're going to jump into that and, uh, we'll talk a little clear light and we'll come back. We're going to be hanging out with the guys. Stick around guys. Ultimate bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. 
Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. France is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world, then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of WesternBass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. WesternBass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Dock Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc Talk. Hey guys, it is time for Doc Talk. A lot of great, uh, a lot of great events coming up in uh, in 2022 up at Clear Lake. A lot of uh, a lot of big events uh, in the spring. Uh, the California Open. I know the Wild West Bass Trail is going to be up there. I know that uh, the Toyota Series is going to be up there. There's just a lot of really uh, uh, great events getting ready to come to Clear Lake. So. I uh, want to remind all of you guys to get those rooms booked early up there, the Airbnbs and all the things that you need to do. Uh, but I know this is a great time of year for folks to get up and uh, and do a little clear lake fishing. we got a storm coming in Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Hopefully we're going to get a little bit more water pushed into the lake. Um, looks like it's going to be a, a pretty substantial storm, and, and gosh, we know we need it. But uh, I know a lot of folks like to spend that, you know, Christmas, uh, New Year's uh, up at Clear Lake, whether they're bass fishing, whether they're chasing um, crappie, you know, that's uh, the great time of year. I know that's starting to happen up there a little bit too, but uh, I want to remind all of you that uh, as the stores close and uh, some of the facilities close up there, you got to get that Quagga inspection sticker uh, on your boat. So uh, you can't launch without it. And uh, they definitely do check trailers and check boats up there. So if you're headed up there uh, around the holiday time uh, where there may be some more businesses closed, you can always get them over at Canocti Vista Casino. But uh, make sure that before you launch your boat, you guys have that Quagga Muscle 
uh, inspection sticker from Clear Lake and Lake County on your boat and trailer. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Well, I know I've got two out of the three guys. Uh, terrible weather. Uh, looked like a tornado um, last night through uh, parts of Kentucky and Tennessee. And uh, hopefully, we're going to have John uh, Murray joining us. You know, John living in Tennessee now. Not real sure what uh, if, uh, if we'll catch John. Hopefully, we will. But we're going to go all the way. I think he's still in Florida. Uh, he's at the uh, last MLF Cup event. Of the year, our buddy in the big yellow truck, Skeet Reese. What's going on, buddy? Oh, I don't hear Skeet. What did I do? Did I press I'm it? here. Oh, there he is. He, he just, I'm here. He Good just, morning. He, we just woke you up. Good morning, buddy. How's, uh, nah, how's, you didn't wake me up. You guys, you guys are slackers out there right now. <laughs> How are things in sunny Florida? They're sunny and beautiful. Nice. <laughs> the weather's amazing. Nice, nice. Now I know why all the snowboarders are here uh, this time of year because yeah, it's eighty degrees and it's nice and flip flops and shorts. Yeah, I am in flip flops and shorts, and uh, but it sounds like we finally got some weather to come in uh, Northern California that is much much needed. Yeah, man, and they're talking uh, you know up to maybe three inches of rain by Tuesday. And uh, obviously, we need that. It's going to be a cold storm and snow down to twenty five hundred foot. It's going to get really close to your house if it's that uh, twenty five hundred foot deal. That's getting pretty close. <laughs> Not so bad. Not so bad. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to have Chris in the studio bring up our uh, our other guest with us. Uh, you know, he's a three day record holder for BASS, and uh, uh, he's an elite series champion and well, formerly the Bachelor. We can't rule that out. Our old buddy BV Byron Velvic. What's going on, B? Hey, 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 guys. Hi, Skeet. What's up? What's up, B-Boy? Skeet, did I leave anything out on, did I leave anything out on his introduction? Did I, was there anything I forgot? A lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about Skeet got second in that tournament when I set the record? I, I'll tell you what it was. I was waiting for Skeet to say, well, I got second in that tournament because I, I beat the legend. I beat the Ukiah smasher skeet reese at clear lake thank god for that swim bait exactly right and and i you know i usually i i like to to you know throw out skeet's credentials byron and i i did leave out the fact that he was the bass all-time weight record holder for four minutes yeah for four, for minutes, four minutes. minutes you know he got me back at Gunnersville. That's the problem. Yeah. He paid me back in, in tenfold. I, I should say a hundred and ten thousand dollar fold. I think is what I lost to Skeet. Yeah, I'm still waiting for a check from Skeet for the hundred and ten thousand that I that I'll I give you. He'll give you. He'll give you a hundred and ten thousand. I'm yeah. still saying we should have split that purse. We should have just split it first and second like the poker players do. What well. happened? <laughs> You're dealing with Skeet. Skeet, I uh, Skeet, I know that. Uh, I know that you, uh, you know, the reason I've got you guys here and, and some horrible weather obviously went through Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, last night. I'm not sure if we're going to have Murr on or not with us. Um, you know, he's not, uh, we're not, we're not, we're not rattling him up this morning. So a little worried about that, but, um, big tornado went through, uh, Kentucky 
Tennessee, uh, that area last night. So hopefully everything is, uh, is good with John, maybe a power outage. That's what, that's kind of what we're hoping for. But, uh, I got you two guys on and Skeet. I know that you, uh, uh, you and Byron both, but, uh, Skeet, you really have not done a public, uh, you know, a public Facebook post, a lot of the things that a lot of the folks did that Aaron influenced, um, so much. And, and now you just got to, You've kind of been keeping that, uh, you know, those cards to your chest, and I appreciate you hanging out with us, man. Well, yeah, I think everybody had their has their own you know, reasons for do whatever they do. I just, I know for me personally, it, you know, the loss of Aaron's been tough. Yeah, yeah, I'm already struggling. I know, I know, I know. I, I get it, man. And I, I, I wasn't even sure about getting uh, getting through this show with us, but. Uh, you know, what I really, what I really wanted to talk about, um, the Aaron that we all grew up with and him fishing as a teenager and, uh, the quirky side of Aaron Martins. Cause, you know, I mean, that was, that was the cool part. And, um, you know, I mean, Skeet, you're one of the most influential anglers in the game. Were you surprised at the, at the, the number of folks that, uh, that, you know, really came out and said Aaron was this big an influence and, and guys like, KVD and you and uh, you know Rick Clun and the 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 A list guys. I mean, it was it was kind of surprising the numbers of them that said what an influence Aaron had. I'm not surprised at all, um, but I did want to backtrack a little bit and just say, look, that uh, yeah, I have not posted anything um, just because I didn't feel like I need to publicize you know my my mourning for the loss of Aaron and and yeah. the pain that his family is going through. It's you know, it's it was more personal for me, and not really. I didn't feel like I needed to share it with the public. Um, so it's not that uh, you know it wasn't disrespect, disrespecting Aaron and his family. It was just you know I think you know like John and Byron and myself probably have a little bit deeper connection in some ways with Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, than, than a lot of had. So it just didn't need to be a publicity thing. Um, to try to, I don't know. That's why I just felt like I wasn't trying to boast or, you know, yeah. my relationship with Aaron. And I just felt like it was more respectful for, for me to not post anything and just keep my grieving within my family and, yeah. um, and respect to, to Leslie and, and the kids. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. Do you remember the first time you met him? I can't say I remember the exact time because that was a hell of a long time ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I just remember the, the early days of uh, fish and team tournaments in, in California and uh, him and Aaron and Carol uh, qualifying for some of the team championships in Northern California and coming up. And, right. Um, yeah, I think uh, it was, you know, Carol was so loud and, and outgoing that I think a lot more people knew about Carol than they did Aaron. Yeah. Um, early on. Exactly. Uh, and, Aaron and, was pretty pretty quiet. And, uh, but I just remember, yeah, just hearing about this this kid coming up from Southern California. And, of course, I was pretty young, too. And I think there's like, you know, who's this Aaron kid? I'm, I'm Skeet Reese in Northern California. <laughs> when he's 20 years old and full of piss and vinegar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. B, what about then, you, uh, man? You, I mean, do you remember the first time you met Aaron? I absolutely remember the first time. It's funny. It's too bad Murray's not on this line with us because Murray and I were at Lake Havasu 
and uh, and and Aaron's mom, to, to to Skeet's point, Aaron's mom was 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 championing, you know, hey, my son really wants to meet you guys. You know, we were talking to him, and she actually, I, I need to find this picture. She took a picture of Murray and I talking to Aaron at a Red Man tournament. It was back when it was Operation Bass Red Man tournament. Yeah. Mike Whitaker ran it back then, uh-huh. and he they were at a Red Man tournament at Lake Havasu. I can remember the hotel and everything. It's crazy because, like Skeet, we both killed a ton of brain cells. So <laughs> how I remember this, you know, with, with all the brain cells that we've eliminated from the gray matter between our ears, Skeet and I, I can't remember anything, but I clearly remember this this meeting with Aaron. And his mom took a picture of us, and she said, thank you guys so much for talking to my son. You know, he idolizes you guys, and he wants to be a professional fisherman someday. And true to form, you know, Aaron's over there just having a million thoughts a minute, right. a million thoughts a minute. And he says, you guys, you guys have won a lot of boats, right? You guys won a lot of boats, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we've won a few boats. Murray's won a ton of them, and I've won a few. How many boats have you guys won? How many boats have you guys won? And I, we kind of laughed about it. But, you know, this is Aaron, you know, and I think I go, I think we've won like, you know, 17 boats between us or 14 boats at the time, whatever it was. Because back then, that, they just had, they paid you in boats, right? Yeah. No, you not real money. Every tournament was a boat. <laughs> you just yeah. had to go win boats. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron, he goes, I'm, I want I'm going to beat you guys. I'm going I'm to win more boats than that. And we both kind of like skeet up in Northern California. We both, Aaron and I look at this kid and go, what? You know, he's pumping gas in Southern California. He's, he's going to high school or just into college. He's hanging out at a red man tournament and he's popping off that he's going to win more boats than, than Murray and I combined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he said his, he said his, he said his goals are pretty lofty with Murdoch. You know, I mean, uh, the rest of us, uh, you know, you could have caught you, Byron, but, uh, yeah, you know, in those <laughs> he days. He caught me easily, but he, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, the story about Murray when Murray met Skeet, which is another classic story about, you know, Skeet getting in the boat with Murray and, 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 and you know, Skeet, Skeet's younger than Murray and I, and Aaron's younger than both, than all three of us, but yeah. I, I get a kick out of the stories of both Skeet with Skeet. Murray's you want to share that Skeet. Murray story with the, with the listeners? You want to share when you, uh, when you met John Murray? Uh, be more, hopefully John gets on and it'd be more entertaining for it to come from his mouth. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, so let's, let's hope John gets on. Yeah, we we'll hope we can catch uh, we can catch John up. If but. not, it's a story worth having on the show because I still laugh to this day about early Skeet jumping in Murray's boat. And to that point, let's fast forward to Aaron. Aaron at the Redman Regional. You know, he was he was his his mom took a picture of us, and I actually have the picture of Murray and Aaron, and I mean Murray and Murray and Aaron and I just sitting around talking at the parking lot before the tournament. And and to her point, she was just like, you know, someday he wants to do this too, and he. He's just a, you meet a bunch of these young guys that want to be professional fishermen. He was definitely ambitious, wanting to smoke us in the amount of boats that we've won. But, 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 but boy, he, he came in and just, you know, started doing his damage. And it was, it was awesome to see him rise up as fast and as well as he did. Exactly right. You know, a lot of guys want to lay claim to, um, the drop shot technique, but, uh, but Skeet, you probably remember, you and Byron both probably remember a, uh, a Bassmaster Western Open at Lake Oroville when, uh, when Aaron kind of, he, he kind of taught everybody about that, didn't he? That 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 one tournament probably stands out more to me than any other event in our fishing careers that made Aaron. I mean he he made his niche that week, um, and he schooled us so bad. Uh, it was Lake Oroville, which you know, in the never fall, my best lake. But, yeah, um, yeah, there's. Yeah, catching fish 
in, you know, 60, 80, 90, 100 foot of water. He was out there drop shot in a little two inch body shad, I think from, I think it was a rubble worm back then. And, mm-hmm. um, but just absolutely train wrecking these smallmouth out deep or spotted bass out deep. Yeah. And that to me, that was the one signature event that put him on the map for the technique nationwide. I mean, he became an instant, you know, you know, figure and the brand technique leader for drop shotting at that point in time in that event. It, he was really, he was really so versatile too. I mean, he's, everybody thinks of him as a drop shot or finesse guy, but Byron, he, he could stand side by side with you and throw a swim bait too. Yeah, and he was he was really he was he was always on that cutting edge. He followed everything. He's as we know, I mean, he, the best word for him is a baitsmith. I mean, he is truly the baitsmith. You know, he was he knew everything about the baits and and stuff that was coming from Japan. You know, he was he was educating me on stuff as it was developing. Once I you know once I got that swim bait thing up and running and started catching them, and and I remember actually fishing swim baits around him and being like, wow, this guy you know he doesn't miss a beat. You know he was he had the cadence down, he had the rod position down, he knew he knew. And, and, and Skeet will tell you, and I know, I mean, there's just there's there's an art to fishing those big baits, and he he picked up on it really quick and uh, and, and definitely could hold his own with any technique and was extremely versatile. And funny enough about Orville, I was throwing swim baits at that tournament. And I was sick to my stomach because I was watching him catch some of those fish. And I'm on, I'm running these points throwing a swim bait at Orville because I've wanted Orville before on swim baits. And I was throwing a swim bait back then. They hadn't seen a whole lot of swim baits, so I thought I had this in the bag. And I realized I completely missed. I, it was it was I had to leave the area because he was catching them so well. It was just it was snapping my neck, you know. And me and my big bait had to go somewhere else in the lake because it was real humbling to watch Aaron just crush him like he did and laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Giggling and laughing out there, just and you can hear him talking loud as could be. And I'm like, "What is he doing way out there?" And, and that's when he brought drop shotting to the world. You know, I remember I remember being at a at a media day at a Bassmaster Classic event, and uh, uh, when a couple of the guys got in his boat with him, and he made them take their shoes off. I mean, that's how clean his boat was. And uh, <laughs> and, and and you know, he would open compartments and there I've never seen a bass boat more organized, tackle more organized, uh, than Aaron's. And uh, and he was parked right next to Ike and Ellie and Ike and Ellie's boat looked like you drug it down a dirt road without a boat cover on it. And uh, you know, I mean there was Ziploc bags full of tackle and grocery bags and some old tackle boxes. It was just it was a train wreck. And Aaron was just disgusted with Ike's boat. You know, yeah. how can he, how can he do that? Skeet, there was nobody more organized than Aaron. No, no, there wasn't. I would say, well, outside of the only one, maybe Charlie Hartley. Um, <laughs> Aaron was definitely OCD when it came to cleanliness, cleanliness, orderliness. Um, I mean, that's what I realized early on. And I mean, I wish I could remember the year, but um, him packing, you know, we're, Staying somewhere. This is twenty some odd years ago, and we're parked side by side, and he's putting worms in a, you know, plano box or whatever it was, tackle box, and like handling each one in the tray perfectly. And if he pulled one out and it was not one hundred percent perfectly straight, he threw it away. Threw it away. I watched him. I watched him do the same thing. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, that's a perfectly good bait. You'll catch him on that. Oh, bro, no, bro, no. It's man, it's 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 got a curl tail. Oh, wait, no. I- 
I got I got to interject on that. He would actually throw a bunch of them away because of the flake count. He would look at them, and if they had the wrong yeah, amount yeah, of flake, I would, in yeah, them, I would just lead up to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Skeeter, you know, remember he hold them up to the light and he'd say, "Oh man, this doesn't have the amount of flake in it," and he's throwing perfectly good the worms away because there's because they're not they don't have this, the right amount of flake in the body. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I remember. I remember one time, Robert Lee. This was a classic cleanly story. We're at the Delta. Robert Lee's the king of the Delta. Aaron and I are sitting there talking to Robert. You know, Aaron's like completely freaky about his tackle. Robert's getting ready for the tournament. It's a West Coast Bass Classic. We're all there at the hotel, and Robert pulls a giant clump of spinner baits out of his boat at the bottom of his boat. There's a whole wad of spinnerbaits all tangled together. He shakes them and one falls out and he goes, ah, they'll eat that one. And he grows and ties <laughs> it on and Aaron lost his mind. He goes, this is the best guy in the Delta and he's shaking spinnerbaits out of a clump and whichever one falls out first, he ties on and he's going to use that one. We need to break the news, <laughs> but that Robert's still doing that. You know that without a doubt. Hey guys, yeah. we, we got to jump on uh, a set of breaks. We, uh, we are talking about spin. Uh, our buddy Aaron Martins and, uh, and hanging out with Byron Velvet, Skeet Reese. Stick around, guys. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If home improvements are getting in the way of your fishing time, you need to see our friends at DR Design and Remodeling in Elk Grove. Formerly floor-to-ceiling, DR Design and Remodeling has specialized in bathroom and kitchen remodels for over 15 years with premium products like Mannington Floors and Cambria Countertops. Visit their showroom at Grant Line and Highway 99 in Elk Grove or ftcshowroom.com. Let them handle your remodel with the same team, same great service, and same company, and you can just go fishing. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned DV aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limited bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com. Attention bass anglers. If you haven't added the frenzy nail or whack-a-sack jig heads to your tackle box, you are missing out. Designed by tournament winning pro Greg Gutierrez, the frenzy nail and whack-a-sack were a large part of his record-setting season and Wild West Angler of the Year title. The nail is the perfect shaky head for all cover, and the CR barb keeps your plastics from tearing or balling up on your hook. Available in two sizes and four colors, the Wack-A-Sack allows you to fish any plastic in any cover, rigged wacky or nose-hooked. See the tournament-winning baits from Frenzy at your local tackle store or online at FrenzyBaits.com and start catching more fish. Get out there, good luck, have some good times with it. It works, trust me. Welcome back to California's largest sportsman show, January 20th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's all-new Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. 
your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 20th through 23rd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back hanging out with uh, Skeet Reese, Byron Velvick, uh, a tribute show to our friend Span, Aaron Martins, and uh, and and really just want to want to relive, you know, some of the great times that uh, that we all had, uh, you know, with Aaron and and uh, Byron. There there was a there was a legendary confrontation at Falcon Lake over a spot, and uh, and 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 it for a, for a while put a little distance between you guys. And and uh, how'd that uh, how'd that ever end? Well, I, I got to back up. It's kind of funny because you know he and I were close, close, dearest, dearest friends. Went to his wedding. He's he and I have shared everything. Remember when you know Leslie and first started dating? And oh god, yeah, and, I remember but, Leslie coming to Don Pedro. I think was the the first time any of us ever ever met Leslie. Right. Yeah, the Don Pedro Western West Coast Bass Tournament. Yeah. right there. Um, and so, uh, you know, he and I were actually, we used to practice together and, and funny story there, we would actually try practicing with each other and you cannot practice with, with, with Aaron because he'll tell you that the fish want a worm with a five thirty second weight on it because it has to fall slow and make them dizzy. And that's why they're eating it. Cause it makes them dizzy when it's spinning <laughs> to the bottom and, and you're looking through your box and you're like, I don't have a five thirty second weight. And I don't understand what you mean. It makes them dizzy. And he goes, dude, throw it out there and slack line it. And as it's falling, it makes them dizzy and they're eating it because it's falling down spinning. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm practicing Bassmaster with him. And I go, can I have some of these weights? And so, you know, we pull up to each other at the lake and he would, give me the rig and tell me I'd throw it on eight pound test and I have to make the fish dizzy. And then I'd sit there for the next four hours trying to make these fish dizzy, never get a bite. And then I'd see him again, like at one o'clock, I'd say, Aaron, I mean, I've been throwing it just like you said, I go, I'm not on them. I mean, it's Bassmasters and it's practice and I'm not catching them. He goes, Oh, they went off of that. As soon as, as soon as I saw you, you know, the, the something changed, you know, the cellulose cloud, clouds got lighter and they went to the jig on the wood. Instead I go, I spent four hours <laughs> with a five thirty second worm you know and, and he wasn't really lying to you he was in full belief that that's what happened i mean full he was belief and yeah. and you can't follow aaron like full belief he was he was telling you the absolute truth about everything but you couldn't keep up with him never practice with aaron never try to catch aaron's <laughs> fish because they are not fish anybody else can catch Unpo- impossible no well so this one at alkin I got on some fish. I won't go into the whole story because it was played out very well on television. But yeah, they did a good job with that. Going, yeah. <laughs> There's more to the story than they ever aired. But ultimately, uh, you know, we had a distance because of it, and it really it really kind of messed us up for a while, and it took a while for us to come around. We ended up being at ICAST together, and I was there with my then-wife, uh, Belinda, and he was there with Leslie, and Skeet will remember, and so will you, Kent, that we had a very big party going on at the Encore Beach Club. <laughs> Skeet, you remember that <laughs> night by any chance? Uh, parts of it. Yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> parts of it. It would have killed everybody. Our memories are gone. Yeah, this is a brain killer. This was a night that ruined our memories. That's why Skeet and I have trouble with everything that happened before Encore Beach Club that if, night. If a but bomb would have gone off in that place, it would have killed everybody in the fishing tackle business and the, and okay, the bass yeah, fishing Yeah, can get a little history to that party because I, I my friend runs the uh, nightlife for Steve Wynn, and he got us this penthouse cabana. But go ahead. $10,000 a night 
Cabana. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I do remember Van Dam walking in. He goes, what are we drinking? And there was a bottle of Grey Goose that you'd have to haul in the back of a pickup. And, uh, and that was what we had. And, and he said, good, pour Sherry a stout one. I want to stay a while. That was perfect. And everybody, Zona and everybody, it's, it's kind of cool because all of ICAST, back when ICAST was in Vegas, came out. I saw Aaron and Leslie at the show. I said, hey, guys, there's a party going on tonight. You know, it's a private party at the uh, at the Wynn Encore Beach Club that my friend got. You know, let me get you guys some wristbands. And, and, and that was just, we were amicable. We were getting back to talking and, you know, putting that, you know, that, that tournament behind us. And then thank God for that bottle of vodka you just mentioned, Kent, because between that <laughs> and all the Red Bull, I think Aaron and I were crying out on the back. We're on a balcony looking out over the strip because the because the cabana has a, a doors that open up to the strip yeah. at that club. Yeah. So you can be at the swimming – that is a private swimming pool, has its own bathroom, and it has a balcony that looks out over the strip. So we're out at the strip, and I'll never forget, like, he's tearing up and crying. Leslie's Leslie's pointing her, you know, pointing towards me because she sees me getting emotional because I'm saying, man, we're we've been friends for life man we don't need to have any you know any any bad blood between us because of a fishing tournament you and i and our friendship is more than any spot any tournament any trophy anything yeah and and uh and, and you know we, we both could have won that tournament and we both could have set a new record the all-time four-day record we both could have won that tournament set the record on that spot but you know the way it panned out between the two of us after four days on you know at Falcon you know it was it was something that it was it was a bump in the road of a lifelong friendship I had yeah. with uh, Aaron and it was resolved that night especially with uh, Belinda there and Leslie there and I there and hugs and tears and and we were tight as could be after that yeah no absolutely Skate we were talking Byron and I were talking about uh, uh, when Jay Yellis won the the classic and and we'll get into Byron's. Uh, new uh, eBay page, but we were talking about when Jay won the classic. Aaron, that was Aaron's first second at uh, mm-hmm. at a Bassmaster Classic, and uh, uh, he had he had four of them. You know, I mean, to be that close to a classic and and have four seconds. Um, but but I wonder, and you've been through you've been through the whirlwind of winning a Bassmaster Classic. Would win would if he would have won that classic that Jay won. Would that have derailed his career? Would he have been able to kind of adjust to everything that being a Bassmaster Classic champion would have dropped on top of him? I don't think so. I believe Aaron was such a unique individual and had a different thought process about how to approach fishing and uh, that it would have just been another tournament to him. And <laughs> it, it's, it, I mean, it would have been cool as a yeah, Classic champion. But he would have been just focused on the next tournament and trying to figure out how to catch the next bass because ultimately that's what he was about. He did he didn't do it for the fame and the glory. He he fished because he loved fishing and he loved catching fish and figuring out how to catch them. And that's what made him incredible. Yeah. Um he yeah, he just he fished for different reasons. Uh, than most anglers and so i don't believe i think he could have won three classics four classics and it would have changed the person that aaron was just because um fishing is what he he was bred to do it and he was unique in his own ways about approaching fishing um and catching fish that and and be honest with you i have to you know i mean i've had a pretty decent career and yeah not bad and not bad. <laughs> and I, I, there's still, there's, I mean, growing up and, and as long as we were buddies and, you know, still, you know, 
will be till whenever I see him again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the cool part about, uh, uh, um, about him. I, I had a, I had a deal with him. We were doing, we yeah. were going to record a radio. Right, here, oh, go ahead. Let me finish this one. Cause I got to get out. All um, right. that I'm struggling. I know. Um, Oh, man. Here, Byron, take over. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will tell you a great Aaron Martin story. And, and you talk about, you know, he was just all into the fishing deal. We were, I told Byron this last night and, uh, when we were talking and, and I was, uh, we were getting ready to record, uh, an interview for the show. And, uh, Aaron and, and Les had gotten a new puppy. And Aaron was chasing the puppy around the house because it was losing its puppy fur. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, dude, I gotta get, I gotta get the fur off the puppy. And, uh, he's like, oh man, I'm tying hair jigs with it. And I just kind of laugh. He's chasing this dog around to tie hair jigs with. And, and I laugh and I said, man, it's a good thing that you're not chasing your redheaded wife around trying to cry, to tie crawdad jigs. And as serious as Aaron's ever been, he goes, no, dude, you can't use human hair. It's not hollow. It won't float. Which made <laughs> me think that he tried, you know, he had probably given that a shot. And, uh, you know, you know, and, and, and speaking to what Skeet said, I, I, I remember Murray and I, this is way going back when he started catching them, you know, Murray and I were trying to hold our spot in the West as being, <laughs> you know, the, especially, you know, Skeet was up in Northern California, but down around Havasu and Mead and Mojave and Colorado River chain. And, you know, Murray and I in Arizona, all of Arizona, we were pretty, you know, pretty possessive of, 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 of our, our little terror. We were running on the old school guys, you know, so yeah. we were having fun and we saw Aaron coming up and Murray and I both systematically tried to get in his head and to Skeet's point you could not get in Aaron's head like you could say all this stuff at dinner you could say all this stuff before blast off but once that boat left that dock Aaron just went fishing in the purest sense of fishing and he was constantly changing every minute all through the day and 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 literally he was catching them because he was bored and he didn't want to not catch fish so he'd be floating around on a boat he wouldn't commit to a pattern he wouldn't commit to a spot and die a miserable death after about 30 40 minutes he would just get antsy and he's like i'm not catching fish i gotta go i'm not catching fish no matter what he had developed no matter what practice had brought him the guy fished so pure and aaron was such a force yeah. at being in the moment and and we could not get in his head we could try oh man angler of the year man if you don't catch him if you know you know and you know you're not going to get it the west western classic you're not going to get it you know and we you know there's so-and-so's catching 20 pounds a day oh dude i'm only catching 12 pounds a day well they're catching 20 oh you know but then once you got on the water he would catch 20 and and even if he was only catching 12 and and that was the purest skeet is so spot on because and, and, and to his point, classics wouldn't have mattered. Nothing would have mattered. It's when that boat left the thing, he was a hundred percent in the moment of being on the water and bored out of his mind. If he wasn't catching fish, he did whatever he had to do all day long, every day, just to catch as many fish as he could. Yeah, which is what made him so dominant when he jumped over uh, to the MLF format. It was just lights out, you know, because we knew he was going to catch a lot of fish. And uh, you know, I watched him. And he didn't do it on purpose because Aaron never lied to anybody. But I, we were at Lake Shasta. We were fishing. I think it was a West Coast tournament or Western Bass, one bass, one of them. But it had been nice all all up to practice. And we go to the pairings that night. We're walking out of the pairings, and it's starting to rain, and it's going to rain for the next three days. And uh, and I remember as we're walking out, Gary Dobbins poked Aaron in the chest, and he goes, you, he goes, you going to catch him on that drop shot, dude? 
And Aaron goes, no, dude, everyone knows they won't bite a drop shot when it starts raining. And he <laughs> derailed about nine of us. Just took this. You could have just walked over, taking your drop shot rod out of the boat because he derailed all of us. And he wasn't trying to, you know, it was just Aaron. No, you know, it was like the 532nd yeah, God speaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all just went, oh, okay. Been catching him for four days on a drop shot. Never got bit. You know, you're like, oh my God. He just, he just absolutely derailed. Uh, the whole crew. Skeet, what about, and you're so, you guys are so efficient when you fish. Aaron would sit down for long periods of time and play with tackle on game day. Oh, dude. Talk <laughs> about driving me insane watching that. Uh, like, cause for me, efficiency on the water is like, that's one of the most important things for me because I'm, I figure I'm not as good as a lot of guys, so I'm not as good as Aaron, so I have to make use of every second of time so like if i won backlash and i'm pissed off because that's 30 seconds wasted um how to get five more cast in a day 100 more cast and to watch aaron just he would just pull up chop you know and just and just start drifting across the lake to, to retie a knot and you know find a perfectly straight worm and you know, one with the, a glitter <laughs> make sure the flake count was right and um he would literally, I mean, he would just sit there for five minutes to 10 minutes, just kind of re-rigging, doing whatever. And I would just blow my mind, just gasket, like, what are you doing? Like, just think how many more tournaments you'd win if you just fit. <laughs> and he was that good. <laughs> he, he would win that much with a fraction of the time in the water as we had. And yeah. it, it, it just, he was unbelievable. His patience, he just didn't care. He just wanted to make sure everything was perfect, did things right, and didn't rush the process. And he made it work for him. Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, there's. I mean, I, so I'm going to finish what I was going to say earlier. Yeah. Is that there's very few anglers in this sport over my career that I guess I was kind of jealous of. Yeah in some ways and Aaron was one of those. Yeah. Um just because he was so good. It's like it, it just I wish I had that demeanor and so many parts of his demeanor that I don't know, just that carefree love and passion that he just like, dude, it's whatever. He you was know, a kid. He was okay. he was a kid all the time. You know. And yep. as as, yep. as close to friends we have been is I still I was like I was just envious of him in so many ways, yeah. and and that's I can't say I don't know if there's anybody else that I ever felt that way about. That's that's. But so, I mean, but it was respect is what it was. It was just yeah, you know, yes, hundred percent respect. So cool, man, and and Skeet, I appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, Byron, we got to talk a little bit about what you're doing with your eBay page and uh, and Byron's bunker. And, uh, and, you know, there's the Bill Egan's going to come on here in just a minute, guys, and talk about, uh, next Saturday at Lake Casitas and the, the hog snatcher, uh, f- uh, you know, fundraiser that they're doing to raise money for, uh, less than the kids. But Byron, you got a really cool deal. You're, you're cleaning out the garage and, uh, and well, the shop. I did, and like Skeet, yeah, we got tons and tons of tackle. I did this a year ago. And, and, and this time, you know, it's funny. I've, Aaron's been on my mind. We've been talking about this interview. I, I'm, I, I got lucky that my daughter is going to go with her mom next weekend, so I can actually fly out to the event. I know Skeet was thinking about it. You know, we were trying to figure out if I can meet Skeet at the airport, yeah. pick him up, because, uh, you know, I'm going to get a rent-a-car, take my buddy Steve Oliver out there. 
you know, I just want to, I want to be there. I just, I got to be there. And, and, and I told my ex that I, uh, you know, you got to watch my daughter for, for that weekend and let me get out there because it's a, it's, it's just a can't miss situation. And, yeah. and, and ultimately, um, uh, so I'm, I'm, I, you know, we, first off we did the auction thing. I said, Hey, let's do a fishing trip. You know, I, I'd like to do a fishing trip and anybody that wants to come to Texas, we'll go to any lake around here where they're biting and we'll throw swim baits, tell stories about Aaron, talk about the tour, just have a fun day. So I, I wanted to do an auction. And then I, and then they said they were getting jerseys. So I donated a Jersey and I have a bunch of these jerseys and I, I'm jumping back on eBay. And, uh, you know, I know we talked about it yesterday, Kent, you know, I pull out the jigs, you know, I got these Berkeley J Ellis jigs from 2002 in the package still. And I think, oh my God, that's the tournament that Jay beat Aaron, you know, Jay beat Aaron at the 2002 Lele Classic at the last day with this jig, when he threw a jig and that boat went by famously on television, he pitched the jig over there and caught that big giant kicker up there and beat Aaron with a last minute, you know, 245 kicker, yeah. you know, big, big fish up way up by the dam. And I got these jigs and I'm putting those on eBay and I'm doing this on eBay and I got these magenta jerk baits that nobody's ever had and Aaron freaked out over them, these spoonbill magendas that Rico made from Japan mm -hmm. and I bought them all after I won an Arizona tournament. Anyway, my point is I decided to sell all this stuff because I got way too much stuff. My daughter needs to sell her stuff. We were moving to a smaller house and then I thought, wouldn't it be neat if I just took a percentage of this because it's not about the money. It's just about eliminating all this stuff, but donate it to the foundation. Give it to Leslie and them and the kids. You know, they, they need it, you know. Yeah. And so uh, now i got to be like, ski, okay. So, I know. Yeah. Byron's bunker. I just want to help those guys out. And so really I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, you know, be doing this eBay thing, and I'm going to sell a ton of stuff that I got in this bunker of mine and, 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 and you know, take a big chunk of those earnings and just give Leslie a check and uh, give, or give the foundation, give that group a check, uh, you know, for months and months and months and months to come. As long as I'm doing eBay, I want to help them out. Yeah. Because I just want to, I just want to see, I don't need this tackle. You know, my daughter doesn't need these toys, but Leslie and the kids, they need the money. Yeah. Well, Byron's okay. Bunker's where to go on eBay. Uh, yeah. You're going to use the term spin, spin to win. Uh, when you order, um, and, uh, win one of the auctions or anything like that. Guys, we, uh, we have found him somewhere in Tennessee. Uh, our old buddy John Murray joins us, uh, this morning. Murray, you're a little late to the party, pal. We don't have a lot of time, but man, I want to get you on and, uh, and, and, and let you talk a little bit about Aaron. Well, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, there's a little problems out here with some storms. We're up yeah. at night and, uh, you guys are okay. Stuff this morning came up, so we're all good. We're all good. We, we were pretty spared where we are. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, there is nothing compared to you know all the outpouring I've seen for Aaron and and just you know the people I've never even knew knew Aaron telling me these great stories. And I, I think these last month or so, it's been telling Aaron stories and just feeling good about it and just being knowing what a what a tremendous blessing we had knowing him. Yeah. yeah, that's basically what I've come to the realization is just, man, they, they just there's there's no reach in fishing that he didn't touch. And that, that that's the best thing about this whole thing is is just feeling that love that, that everybody has for him and, and amazed at what he he did in his his too short life. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and I know he was special to you and and uh, and and you to him. You know, I mean, that's the really that's the big thing was. Uh, you know, Byron touched earlier in the show about where you guys met him in, uh, in, uh, Lake Havasu, you know, when you guys met there, uh, for the first time when Carol introduced you. And, and, uh, I know you spent a lot of time with him, man. And I, and I know you were as special to him as he was to you. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the 
weird thing. You know, we shared the same birth date, so we spent a lot of birthdays together when we were out on the road. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we have our history of Western fishing together. Uh, once he moved out here and had his family and, and all that, we weren't as, you know, we didn't spend as much time, you know, but you all, it never mattered when you saw Aaron. It didn't matter if you hadn't talked to him for a year. It no. felt like yesterday he talked to you. So, no, it was, I mean, he, it was bro. and feeling. Yeah, it was love you, yeah. bro, and it was, you know, the last text I got from him, uh, he, he wrapped it up with love you, bro, and, and the rest of it, I really didn't know what he was saying, but love you, bro. I knew that was that was spin, and that was pretty special, man, but... Um, hey, real, Byron alluded to it earlier in the show. We don't have a lot of time, but will you, uh, will you give us a quick, uh, the first time you met Skeet Reese story? Cause. <laughs> oh, this is about Aaron. No, no, we don't need to go. Not there. Aaron, but yeah, but real quick, John, the first time you met Skeet. Uh, Skeet came up to me as a, he was a 16 year old kid. I drew him in a term. I was 20. Uh, he had, uh, he looked like, uh, I don't know, a rapper. He had just the strangest clothes on and, uh, the cut hair. And he came up to me in a tournament. I drew him boat on boat. He said, I've never been beat in the same boat. And all I did is I went to ask you. I went to ask Marcel. I went to ask to all these guys I knew from New Who is this Skeet Reese guy? Right. What is his story? And they said, oh, you're going to be in for it today. Yeah. And then we had a wonderful day on Havasu. We've been best best friends ever since. And, uh, yeah, it's just funny how you meet these guys, where you meet them. And, did, uh, did he beat you, know, you that, did he wait, beat wait, you wait, that wait, day? Wait, wait, John, you, you, you beat him like a redheaded stepchild. That's what I'll make sure you know. We get <laughs> yeah. the point across, right? Yeah. I did. I did I, and it's probably the last time I ever beat him like that. But, yeah, I did the first time. So that was – I guess that set our, our pace right there, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, when you meet all these guys when they're young, you know, and grow up with them, you just yeah. think of them as brothers. And that's pretty much – I feel about these three guys exactly hey well, that's you, what we were talking about murray we, we were talking about how when we met aaron at havasu at the wagon wheel for that havasu tournament he, he carol took a picture of us talking to him because she was so happy we were talking to him but then he remember i don't even remember he said how many boats have you guys won and i think we added up and he said i want to win more boats than both of you guys combined yeah exactly <laughs> hey guys I, aaron. hey guys i'm running out of time you don't know how special it is that you guys um shared aaron with uh me and uh, and the listeners and um I'm going to I'm going to wrap this segment up with all of us and I'm going to tell the three of you love you bro love, love you bro you got it man love you bro all right I'm going to I'm going to dump those guys uh I'm going to I'm going to come back to Billy Egan after this break you know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frauds, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona, Van Dam, and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. 
Hey, the Wild West Bass Trail, want to remind you, they are kicking things off at Lake Shasta right after the first of the year. January 15th, the NorCal team's kicking off, and the Pro-Am, January 28th through the 30th. Get all the information at wildwestbasstrail.com. 1-800-BASS-BOAT has been the choice of the pros for tournament-ready bass boat insurance for decades. They offer a policy for tournament fishermen with no depreciation of hull or electronics, no depreciation of outboard motors for the first 10 years, and up to $5,000 of fishing tackle with just a $100 deductible. Stan and Ken Vandenberg pioneered insurance coverage for your bass boat. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Call 1-800-BASS-BOAT or just go to 1-800-BASSBOAT.COM. Hey, guys, I had the opportunity. It was time for a new truck. The good part about being involved with the Thompson family group of dealerships up in Placerville was I had options, you know, for the last 12 years. They've had me in one of their Toyota Tundras. Now they just kind of drug me across the freeway and uh, put me in one of the brand new, all new 2019 1500 GMC Sierras. So if you're in the market for a new tow vehicle, commute vehicle, check out the Thompson family of dealerships up in Placerville, right there at the Forney Road exit, Thompson Toyota and Thompson Jeep Ram where Marilyn even got her Jeep, right there on the right-hand side of the freeway. And over on the left-hand side, check out the new GMC Sierras at Thompson GMC in Placerville. Over 25 years, a family-owned dealership. Stop by and visit our friends at Thompson's Toyota, Thompson's Ram Jeep, and Thompson's GMC. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now the there's no reason to miss a single show. Welcome back to California's largest sportsman show, January 20th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's all-new Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 20th through 23rd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. 